Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hello. Hey there. Hey, girl. Hey. Happy Sunday. Here we are again. Happy Sunday, fun day. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was cool. I didn't really do anything Friday. I was going to, but the couch called me. <laughs> I had a seat and fell asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like that sometimes. Right. And yesterday I had brunch with a friend, chilled out for a little bit, was supposed to cook for my mom. Mm-hmm. Then she decides, because she's so moody, love you, mommy. <laughs> hey, girl. Right. Um, that she decided that she didn't want me to, to cook her famous, my famous pizza for her this weekend. She wants to wait now. So went to the store, did all that for nothing. I'll take some famous pizza. <laughs> so, and today here I am. All right. What about you? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. I mean, you guys cannot see me, but I am sitting over here with a brand new hairdo. So I spent my Saturday in the salon and it just so happened that one of my friends had her hair appointment that day and we were our stylist's only two clients. So she was with me on this journey. I did a big chopped, big, I did a big chop. So I chopped off all of my hair with the exception of a little at the top, hashtag team natural. And I colored it. Y'all can go check me out, Instagram, at Toya Nicole Media. But um, I love it. It's been um, a liberating process. <laughs> I got up this morning to go to spin class and, you know, came home after sweating. And I was just like, oh, I just picked my hair out at the top, put the little blow dryer against it. Like, solo maintenance. <laughs> so cute, so edgy. Um, I'm excited. Yep, it's real cute. I like it. Thank you, girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, um, people know about, like, the natural hair journey. I've been natural for eight years, but I transitioned, right? So I never really had to cut off all of my perm because I was wearing weaves. And as my hair grew out, when I decided to stop wearing my weaves, I only had, like, about, like, two inches of permed hair. So she cut that off, but my hair was kind of, like, medium length. So I was wearing like straw sets, like twist outs. Um, so I had never really like chopped off my hair and kind of started over. And in the last year I've been doing a lot of protective styling, like braids. Um, and then my hair on my own. And I was just like, I want something different and I want something a little more like low maintenance. And, um, I was so nervous, y'all. You never really understand, like, how nervous it is to go short. I went from everything yeah. to being, like, I don't want to look like a boy, to my head is too big, to, I don't know, I'm too, I need to lose more weight, you know. And my stylist was like, you have the head and the face um, for this cut. She was, like, at a certain point, like, begging me. <laughs> so let me, <laughs> let her cut my hair. Hey, Trina, I know you be listening. So shout out to my stylist, Trina at Envy Hair Studio in Chicago. She is the best, y'all. She specializes in natural hair. She's been in this game for well over 20 years. And um, I really just was like, here's some inspiration. Here's what I'm thinking. And we just went from there. So 
that's been the highlight of my weekend. Like I said, this morning I got up and did some self-care. Um, so y'all know I'm a church-going girl, but I have this thing where I take one Sunday off a month and I just do my own thing. So I watched church online this morning, then I went to my spin class, got a good sweat in, and then I met up with one of my girlfriends um, for a manicure, and um, here I am. And this evening, I will be taking my third trip to Wakanda. <laughs> going to Wakanda again, y'all. I'm going to Wakanda. This will be my final time, so I'm going to see Black Panther again with a friend this evening. Um and that's it. So, and that's why they're in the billion dollar uh, man. Space. Shout out <laughs> hashtag Black Excellence. That's right. I didn't. I didn't even see the numbers yet, but it's number one again. I think this week that they have officially crossed a billion dollars. They also have officially announced Black Panther two will be mm -hmm. happening. So Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. And speaking of Sunday and church. <laughs> Y'all, it's going to be fun today. What are we talking about, Renee? We talking about churching and trapping. Hey. You heard. Hey. <laughs> Side note, is Cardi B pregnant? Wendy Williams know. slash Jerry O'Connell said right. that she was. Yeah, and they're saying it a lot on TMZ has said it as well, too. You know if it's, TMZ, if it's on TMZ, it's supposed to be real. What's she saying? That's your girl. She hasn't said anything because I've gone through her Instagram, which is mm -hmm. where she announces everything, and I have not seen anything. I even looked at her stories and nothing. Because that girl so, told y'all a couple weeks ago. That she was not. She was like, she said, I let me be fat and peace is what she said. No, she didn't say that. I remember because it was funny. She said, let me fat and peace. <laughs> Because somebody was like, she need to put that on a t-shirt. Let me fat in peace. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. Side note, because Renee made that little Cardi B sound that made me think of that. <laughs> Churching and trapping. Girl, what is that? Churching and trapping is <laughs> when you just a Christian. You love being, you love God. You love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? Hey. 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 <laughs> and you love trap music. Jam, y'all. <laughs> Um, I know a lot about this topic. Uh-huh. Because why? I, too, love God <laughs> and trap music. So much so that I have a t-shirt that, that says... You do. Uh -huh. One of my friends got it for me. Hey, girl. I know you're listening. Um, she was like, I saw this and I thought of you. And I think I had put up, like, a Facebook status, like, a couple months before that about the very topic. Because, um... Y'all know I do my hip-hop dance classes. I go hard on some trap music. Um, it's something about, like, the beats and just growing up listening to, like, Dirty South rap um, that gets me. I don't always care for the language, so I'm, like, one of those nerdy people that are, like, listen to the clean versions most of the time, <laughs> but I am guilty. I will get it in on an explicit version. Y'all know I'm Team Jesus, so... Well, I am Team Jesus too. I love me some God. I post my little inspirational stuff on a daily basis about self love, and then I post my every Sunday something about God. So, uh, 
Big shout out to God. He is, Jesus is my homeboy. You know what I'm saying? But I also love, not necessarily trap music. I'm a hip hop really head. Yeah. Music like I'm a hip hop head. But you know, if you want to put it in that category, then that's fine by me. Mm-hmm. So I will, I love me some hip hop, have always loved hip hop and I will continue to love it. But I also love Jesus and I love Jesus more. I'm a Jesus girl. So the reason we're talking about this, y'all, and we want to talk about this idea of can those two coexist? Because Snoop Dogg just released the gospel album. Yes, you heard that correctly. <laughs> Do not rewind. Go to your Googler right now. Yes. Because, again, Snoop Dogg, Mr. Gin and Juice himself, has released a gospel album. Called the Bible of Love. You heard. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, somebody known for trapping. Right. Also wants to be now known for churching. Mm-hmm. So Can I get an amen? Amen. Or as he says, church. Yeah. Tabernacle. That's Meek Mill. I like that song too. Amen. Mm-hmm. But Snoop Dogg does say church. A but lot. Meek Mill has that like church song. Free Meek Mill. Um, Side note. (laughs) Random. (laughs) Anyway, back to Snoop Dogg and the Bible of Love. Um, But he said his desire to make this gospel album is all about his ongoing quest to preach peace and love. And um, Snoop Dogg is someone who you would not identify with church and peace and love, maybe as well. But he says that, um, so he did an article with The Guardian. And he said that his life was changed for the better because of religion. I used to answer hate with hate. Like, if you hate me, I hate you more. But now I answer hate with love. And Snoop Dogg was also brought up in the church. And his parents were ministers. And um, church is a big thing in the black community. Mm -hmm. Um, So, side note, you know, for all the folks listening who aren't, you know, from the African-American community, it's very big. So, most artists that are out there, you know, grew up in the church. And no, so, and no matter what religion you are, it's big. So yeah, as okay. in the black community mm-hmm. when you were growing up. Yeah. So Snoop has a church background and, you know, it just sounds like he wants to get to this. And so um, I will admit when I first heard about it, I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> How is this going to work? Um but y'all, he is bringing in some heavy hitters. So, 32 tracks on the Bible of Love, and it was just released this weekend. So, y'all know I had to do my research. So, I started listening to it. Okay, now, for my gospel heads in here, I'm going to name off some names, just to let you all know how he is not playing. John P. Key, The Clark Sisters, Molly Music, Ty Tribbett, Rance Allen, I mean, he is bring Kim Burrell, Fred Hammond. Those are some gospel mm-hmm. greats. He came to have a seat at the table. Right. But he's also mixing in what we would refer to as secular artists. So secular artists is a term that's used for music that is not gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got um, Faith Evans on there. He's got a uh, Charlie Wilson. Hey, Uncle Charlie. Right. Um, and he's also got... In Vogue and Casey and JoJo. What you say now? They trying to make a comeback? 
girl, and he got Auntie Patty. Patty Pies is up in there. Mm. When you've been blessed, <laughs> feels like heaven. So, y'all, now, I gotta say, I listened to it. And the Saints go fool around and let Snoop Dogg have the best gospel album of the year. It is good. Where you at, Kirk Franklin? Hello, the Stella Awards is about to be lit. Right. <laughs> For real. Okay. Literally and figuratively. Y'all, it's good. I was It's like one song on there with John P. Key. And this morning I was listening to it and I was like, oh, I'm about to catch the Holy Ghost <laughs> listening to a Snoop Dogg album. <laughs> Um, so, you know, in the media, people are saying it's a good project. So as far as like music goes, it is a solid project. And I'm a big gospel music fan. I grew up in the church. My mother's a gospel singer. So as a person who like listens to a lot of gospel music, this is really solid, you know? Um, so as far as the media, it's been received well, but I think social media has had, as usual, you've got people on different opposing views. Um, what are folks saying about it on IG? Man, what like, they not saying. So, you know, it was my surprise because I was like, I was surprised, just like Toya was surprised that he came out with this album. The way I found out about it is from a friend of mine. She did the digital um, and promotions for the um, Super Bowl Gospel Fest. And it's been around for 19 years. I didn't even know about that. Mm -hmm. So that was my first time finding out about that. And he was the headliner for that. I was like, Snoop Dogg? She was like, girl, he's coming out with a gospel album. I was like, what? <laughs> like, where did that happen? So I was very surprised about that. So first thing I did was let me go to his social media and find out what people are saying. What are these streets saying about this? So a lot of people are supportive about him, which is surprised. They're saying love is the answer. Hard to hear the religion as um, as rough on the other religions. I have to res I have respect for you. And she said, I'm going to listen. And then somebody said that love is the answer. It doesn't matter if we're not brothers in religion as long as brothers in humanity. Huh. Um, I thought that that was nice. Somebody was not so nice. They're like, okay, Snoop. Doggy <laughs> Style made you a superstar icon. Every album after has been terrible, <laughs> but no one cares because you're an icon and you're too big to fail. Hip hop, reggae, R&B, reggae, gospel, what's next, country, rock, or the bluesgrass record? So they're saying it's not his fault. It's about uh, Suge and Dr. Dre because of Death Row and all this other stuff yeah. they were saying, which we don't have time for. <laughs> but basically, um, a lot of other people were saying... Great job. Just checked it out. Always good to have something to say. Um, and one guy said, I thought he was a pimp. Uh, Which, is he? That's the perception. Because that's what he started out is talking about a lot on his first album. So let's talk about that. I think that's the thing. You know, from my viewpoint, um, I think it's great. Uh, he says he wants to preach love and not hate. God is love. Um, and if he's really felt that he's had a transformation and that religion was part of that and he wants to get back to his roots, I commend him. Um, but I think that's the thing that you deal with is that, like, what do people perceive about you, right? Mm -hmm. And so what are you putting out there about yourself? And um, I think as a gospel artist and anyone who's a leader in um, 
a religion, not just Christianity, you do hold yourself to a higher standard. Um, as far as Christianity goes, the Bible talks about, you know, leaders um, being like set apart and that, you know, you aren't supposed to be doing the same things that other people are. And that when you choose leadership, that you are choosing to, um, you know, be more obedient. Um, in my church, um, I'm involved in one of the ministries. And one of the things that they talk about with leaders, they expect um, them to, I love the way they phrase it, you know, because God gives us free will, right? Mm -hmm. um, but they say, we ask that you don't exercise your liberties as to not be a stumbling block to someone else. And so with that, that was like, that's, that's a good point. You know, it's about discipline, right? And if I am a leader, um, then there could be somebody that's within my circle of influence at the church or my Bible study group that could have maybe a struggle with alcoholism. And as the leader, then I know that I don't need to be like, hey, everybody, let's go grab drinks or all on the gram, like pulling up all the time or whatever. And so it just makes me be a little more cognizant. And so it'll be interesting for me to see, I don't follow some dog on social media, but I would like to see now that he's put himself out there with this gospel album, does he want to be seen as a leader in the gospel community? And now people will be looking at him, looking at his social media and now seeing how are you representing Christ? I mean, yeah, some people might see him as that. I don't know if that's the right, right way to go necessarily, mm -hmm. especially right now. It's too early to tell because from his past and that's what we have to judge him on. Um, his past character, his past actions, his past albums, everything that he's done in the past Rolling is what down we... down the street, smoking. <laughs> Side note. Gin and juice. Lay yeah, back. Don't mind on my money. And my money on my mind. Hey. Is he going to remix that? <laughs> right. Rolling down the street with wine and crackers. Thinking about Jesus. Jesus. Lay back. <laughs> With my mind on God and God on my mind. Hey. So, look, we just gave you a remix. We're here to help you out, Snoop. You know, whatever you, you need. Yes. Just for your next feature, holler at Renee and Toy Nicole. Yeah. I got bars. But make sure you give us our money, though. Yes. Pay we, don't, we ain't going to do it for free. Listen to the last episode about paying us what we were. Right. <laughs> so, back on track. Yeah. So, <laughs> as we get those past track, songs. Right. Those past songs that we was talking about. <laughs> you can remix them. You can do whatever you're going to do to them. But I'm going to go and, and look at what you've done in the past before I start looking for you for future advice on mm -hmm. what I should be doing with God. I mean, I myself, I'm not an expert. But like I said earlier, I love me some God, but I love hip hop too. So my take on it is that nobody's perfect. Only Jesus can judge me. Some people that all the classic right, lines that right, use. right. No one's perfect. Only Jesus can <laughs> judge me. My personal favorite. God knows my heart. Oh, He knows my heart. Right. Well, these are all true things. Very true. <laughs> and some Christians that they lie. Some some cheat. Some steal. And not just Christians. People in general. Right. Um. Some are disrespectful. So before somebody starts throwing stones at their uh, through a glass house. Man, you got to think twice. Don't just be saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to judge you or I'm going to do this or you can't do this or you can't do that. And you're not looking what's going on in your own house. Mm -hmm. I mean, my preacher has preached that on Sundays on many of occasions. Mm -hmm. You got to look at you first before you look at somebody else. 
you got to take care of you first before you take care of somebody else. So, you know, is he doing that? Right. I don't know. And I think the biggest thing, too, is um, where artists and things like this have to be careful because it's about spiritual maturity, right? So Mm -hmm. when I talked about that, like not being a stumbling block, a spiritually mature person can probably be in a space where other people are drinking, but they, you know, they're like, oh, I'm good because they have that discipline. And so I feel like when I'm like, I love God and trap music, it's because like, I'm mature enough in my faith to know that when I'm listening to these songs and some of the content Mm -hmm. doesn't align, it's not tripping me up, right? You know, because there are a lot of people who will say, you don't need to listen to those things. You don't need to be watching et cetera shows because you need to like guard your heart. And we are not, you know, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Like they're all of those like religious kind of like cliches. And I know a lot of like, um, and not just again Christian, Muslim people of, that are religious, no matter what that faith is, who don't choose to watch R-rated movies, listen to certain music. There's a whole like Christian women camp out there against Beyonce. God bless y'all. Y'all missing out on some good music, <laughs> some good concerts. But that comes from like, well, you know, they're talking about sex, drugs, all these things that aren't of God. How can you listen to that and like still love God? And that's where I personally, you know, just feel like it's my level of spiritual maturity that I can listen to that for the sake of like bobbing my head or like, you know, having a good time in dance class or whatever Mm -hmm. um, and not let that get to me. I can listen to Future Mask Off and never want to go (laughs) get Molly Percocet, right? But somebody else could. I got a funny story (laughs) about that. My my pastor preached one. And every time I hear that song, I think about Pastor Hannah right now. So is he speaking of church and church? Ministers are doing this now, right? Aren't they weaving? And that's exactly what he did. Pop culture and trap music into. He weaved in that song, uh, Mask Off, and he was talking about how we go around with our mask on mm-hmm. and how we need to take our mask off. But he was like, listen to the song. It talks about Molly Percocet. Like, he was like, I have to like stop and listen to what the song mm-hmm. actually said. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's not about your mask on, mask, mask off. It's about drugs. Right. He, but he took it to a spiritual level and compared it to that because we have such a young church. So he's trying to reach you know, those younger members. Right, exactly. So I get and that. And could Snoop be doing that, right? Could Absolutely. Snoop be um, doing that? I think about Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. you know, who is another artist who, um, even though he's not considered a gospel artist, he got like full on songs on his album that are talking about God, you know, and people talk about when they're at his concerts, like he's not necessarily doing like an invitation. Like, is anybody here want to come to Jesus? <laughs> but, you know, the doors of the church are now. Open. Right. He's not opening the doors of the church, but he's talking about his faith. And, you know, I was having this conversation with a, a family member of mine because they were like, well, you never know. People could attend his concert, hear him singing about that, and then make a decision to follow Christ or whatever. Absolutely. Um, be- because they, you know, he shared that. And so to that point, I, I never want anybody to, I-, I think that's good, right? No, If you have a faith, no matter if you are in sin or maybe not living a perfect lifestyle, I think everyone should be allowed to express what their faith is, mm-hmm. right? And you never know who that could be leading to them, right? Um but then it's just like, again, I just sometimes just like go back. Cause I even think about myself and, you know, my own like struggle, you know, with that when you're in leadership, right? You know, 
And so if a pastor can, you know, preach about mask off and things like that, you know, um, I think there's a part of like, you need to like, kind of be in this world, but not of this world, right? And again, mm. I keep going back to spiritual maturity, right? Mm-hmm. Because the spiritually mature person knows, like, that I can listen to mask off and not want to go do Molly Percocet or whatever, you know? Or I can listen to this Snoop Dogg album or whatever and decide like okay yeah it's not okay to be a pimp or whatever so you talk about like his past I'm actually interested in um his present you know and his future I think the good thing about the whole basis of Christianity is forgiveness and grace right Mm -hmm. and so I I'm actually it's like funny to me that it's Snoop Dogg but no matter what he's done in his past if he's made a transformation now I think that's great he can move forward um I think about Montel Jordan this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. You know, he came out as a, again, quote-unquote secular artist. And Montel Jordan is now a youth minister at a church in Atlanta, full-time. He doesn't record, like, non-gospel type of music. And I watched um, a story about him, and he came into the industry. He was a man of faith, but he felt like he had to keep that, you know, um, to the side for the sake of the music. And then mm-hmm. he allowed fame and a lot of things to get in his way which he would say was sin and that lifestyle and so when he decided to get right and kind of come back to his faith for him that meant dropping secular music and changing his lifestyle total transformation and now he only represents Christ he's not trying to do both right and so, not everybody can do both like you said with the spiritual maturity right. that's what that goes back to so some people are like I can't church and trap right mm-hmm. Be, you know or I know my um, weaknesses or whatever I know what that how church and trapping or just trapping <laughs> led me <laughs> to you know a, not a good lifestyle so now I'm in the church you know Dave Hollister is a great example of that like his if you haven't watched his unsung like find it online I just did not know so much about like him being on drugs. He almost like died. Oh, I never seen him. Oh, it's so good. You know, I knew a lot of things with like marital drama and baby mama drama, as he would say. Um, and a lot of like the breakup with Backstreet. He just had a lot of difficulties, right? And he was like out there. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story of getting so high on like cocaine and something else that he's pretty sure he should have died. Wow. And like, um, that he drove, he was, like, somewhere, like, in his car, like, passed out, like, Mm -hmm. and he had to get to a show, and he said that he, like, hitchhiked on the side of the road, and somebody, like, dropped him off there, right, and he said when he got to the venue, they were like, man, we can't believe you drove here, and he was like, what do you mean? I didn't drive here. He was like, somebody took me, and he said he believes it was an angel, that brought him to that place because he should have died. And if he did drive himself there, there's no way he would have made it without getting into a wreck or whatever. And at that moment, he decided he needs to change his life. And he, like, left, you know, the industry, if you will, and got back focused on his relationship with God. And he is another one. He is a full-time minister now. He's Mm -hmm. married again. He's in ministry. But he put out an R&B project. I mean, Dave Hollister is just, whew, such good. Um, but I love the project. It's about love and romance and all the things that you know him for. 
Um, but you can tell that he's a little more um, meticulous about, you know, um, the, the kind of music, the messages that he's sending. Um, it's about, like, commitment. It's about, like, him and his wife. You know, it's not like a bunch of drama. It's not about, like, having multiple women, you know. But it's still good music. And so he's found a way where it's like, okay, maybe maybe he's solid now. I'm solid. I'm mature. I can kind of go back into touring and doing R&B music and not get tripped up. Where someone like a Montel Jordan is just like, I'm good. I, I want to fully devote my life to just church now. He's like, I've been there, done that. It didn't work. And so here I am. Yeah. I mean, Mace is another one. Uh, he has been in and out of it of the church and he's also been into the secular part of uh music as well too mm-hmm. and the church called him back and he was like i cannot do this i have to stop but then he came back mm-hmm. uh, but you could definitely see the maturity in him and the difference in him i mean and it's interesting when we say maturity not just all uh spiritual maturity but sometimes just the maturity overall i think about Like the differences in songs that I've heard from different artists, such as like a Mary J. Blige, for example, you can see the maturity in her as she's grown and the music has changed. And people always say, I don't like the the happy Mary. I like the sad Mary. (laughs) That's when she gave you the best music. Right, right, right. (laughs) And, And while that might be true is that that's when she gave the best music. But you can see the maturity in her, the happiness in her. Yeah. Um, call it whatever you want to call it, the God in her, whatever, you know, it's how somebody may, me. right, they, how they may see it. She's brought, she brought something else. There's that maturity level. So you have to look to see if that's going to happen with Snoop. Yeah. Um, or, or if it's not going to happen with him. And I will say, you know, we have to stop. Um, my um, a church I used to go to, he would always say this phrase, don't box me in. You know, we have to stop boxing in people, right? Because I think we think, Christian, you're supposed to do this, say this, mm-hmm, that's it, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, but there are a lot of Christians who have a lot of gifts and talents that they want to share with a wider audience. You know, you don't just, you can't just preach to church folks all day long. Christianity is all about leading people into a transforming relationship with Christ. And so thinking about the chances, the Snoop Dogs of the world, who I already have an audience that maybe don't necessarily know religion, so let me share this with them. And so I think even when we think about that, I'm thinking about gospel artists who have transitioned into doing collaborations with secular artists that have gotten uh, negative feedback. I think about Tasha Cobbs. Tasha Cobbs recently released the album and on one of the songs Nicki Minaj is <laughs> on there. Ooh, I'm sure the Saints was shook. Shooketh. <laughs> Shooketh. You know, like how could you? What does she represent? Do she even know God or whatever? And again, she one of those y'all don't know my heart people. <laughs> because her heart is she says she does love God and you know, believes in all that. She doesn't exemplify that in like her music and like preaching but she does and so Tasha Cobbs put out this track you know and a lot of the saints was fired up but then she her whole thing was that you know what I don't care about the saints being fired up y'all already know Jesus what I care about is somebody who perhaps follow Nicki Minaj finds out about this song, listens, and then they decide to get to know God more because I'm in the business of saving souls. And kudos to you because that's the way that it should be. 
And you think about, um, in my opinion, right? <laughs> Erica Campbell. She didn't necessarily collaborate with a secular artist, but when she put out "I Love God," yeah. it was the epitome of churching and trapping. I personally was living for it. They was giving her all the saints was giving her all types of side eyes. You know, because even in the video, she was looking like thuggish, and it was like she was straight rapping. She went from singing "Yesterday" <laughs> to "Young Love Hey, hey. What's wrong with you? Hey. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, you're conforming, right? Um, be not of this world, but be yet ye transformed. Uh, we can quote Bible scriptures all day long. I know the word. I know the word. You know, but for her, again, that was one of those tracks that, like, could get pay- played on WGCI mm-hmm. in the middle of the day, right next between Future and Little Uzi, Yachty, whatever those people are now. Girl. <laughs> you can put I Love God, and it did. It got a lot of ra- uh, radio play mm-hmm. on mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, again, her message wasn't saying nothing any different. It was talking about God. She was clear about what it was. But it was a beat and a video that was relatable, perhaps, to a culture of people who don't know God. And so I think, I actually think it's good to see more of that because a lot of people are resistant to religion and like church because of some of those very things of feeling like um condemned and feeling judged Mm -hmm. you know we joke about all the little only god can judge that people say but it is actually true absolutely he is the judge um and jury and and iron sharpens iron and like i said earlier i do think there's some accountability um but you know I think we do have to let people do what they what they feel the Holy Spirit is leading them to do. And Erica Campbell, if she felt that, and Tasha Cobbs felt led, and now you've got Snoop, who's feeling led to jump into this genre. I'm telling y'all, he's going to be at the Stella Awards racking up. <laughs> racking up. And y'all ain't going to know what to do. And he's going to get the best Grammy for uh, best gospel album. Yes, y'all going to be shook. <laughs> Just like the last time... This the Stella Award is gonna be like that time when Beyonce showed up. Because mm-hmm. when Michelle Williams, it was like three or four years ago, the show opened with her. When Jesus say yes, that's my song. I love that song. And you know, in the song, she got her Destiny Child girls, mm-hmm. which includes my queen Beyonce. Well, no one knew that when Michelle was gonna perform the song that Kelly and Sister Beyonce were right there. <laughs> so you see, like, the reactions on people's faces when they, the show opens and she comes out singing and then out walks Beyonce and everybody's like, oh, my God! The Saints was like, yes, uh-huh, we like Beyonce. And Beyonce was out there getting her little shout on and everything. I mean, because she, she human and she loved God. What's wrong with you? Okay. Because <laughs> when Jesus say yes, Nobody says no. She said God done told her yes, so y'all can stay mad. Right. So, you know, churching and trapping. That's that's what it is. You know, so let us know. Are you about that life? Are you about that churching and trapping life? <laughs> or are you about that churching life and you think we all going to hell? Because we trapping. <laughs> We low-key trapping. Mm-hmm. I don't even do nothing remotely related to illegal activity. <laughs> I'm just hip-hopping. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, we are different because I'm all about, like, Future and ASAP Ferg and, you know, 
I don't even know who ASAP Ferg is. Let's start there. I'm all like, I think as far trap as I can get, future I can get with. Drake is, is, he not trap music, but I consider him trap. that little Kiki crime No, no, nothing about that life. See? Yeah, give me some trap called Quest. Get Rest in Peace Fife. Give me some Heavy D. Give me some, uh, be even Beastie Boys, Sugar you know. Sugar, <laughs> hell, give me them too. I don't know. Give just give me my old school hip hop music. That's what I'm about. Well, see, that's the difference in growing up from the South versus Midwest East Coast. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. really grow up hip hop. I grew up Lil Kiki, Master right. Troy, Crime Mob. Master P. A. When I went to Houston, I couldn't get into that. I was like, what is this music? Like, if you're bad about it. No, I'm not about it. (laughs) But we was also in church. Shoot, I was in church Sunday, Wednesday, and Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Junior Mission, Little Angels Choir, Bible Study. I I grew up Baptist, so we had BTU, Baptist Training Union. Oh, not the Baptist Training Union. I grew up Catholic, so... We had to go to church every single Sunday. Like, we had to sign an, like a little yeah. envelope to say we was there. Mm-hmm. Jesus is watching. hmm <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. So, chime in, y'all. As always, um, we love to hear your opinions on social media about this topic. We thought it was a little fun um, to talk about this. The album is out now. I mean, it's got my stamp of approval. And we here for the remix, Snoop. We just saying. Holler at us on that rolling down the pew. That's what it should be. Rolling down the pew. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Thinking about Jesus. Hey! (laughs) Okay, y'all. We out. Follow us on social media at Beauty's Banter. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.